Austin, Texas has a reputation for being weird, and it's about to get even weirder because Travis and I have arrived. We're live on location at the Block House, a venue where blockchain leaders are imagining the future together. In the news, we're going to share what some fool on Bloomberg said, and you'll discover a way to heat your home and mine Bitcoin at the same time. You'll meet Charles Bell, one of the top blockchain designers in the world, and we'll have a sit-down with Mr. Christopher Snook, the founder of the World Tokenomic Forum and this very blockhouse. For reasons beyond reason, we've been invited to do this show live before an audience, and we intend to deliver all kinds of chewy crypto goodness. So buckle up, Austin. It's episode number 96 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. It's a block house. house. That's what's happening here. We are letting the crypto out. It is the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious, the crypto serious, and the crypto confused. Because the blockchain world is a crazy, confusing place, especially with the prices the way they are today, Mr. Travis Wright. It's a roller coaster of emotions and, uh, you know, financial wins and losses. And But you know what? You never lose if you keep hodling, apparently, right? I, if you, Yeah, you never lose if you hodle. Right. Never. They're any, all any hodlers in the house? Woo! Especially today. Any I would... sad speculators in the house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tears. Let's They're just, the drunk ones. They're let, the ones there. <laughs> I just, let's just get a barometer from the audience here. Um, we're going to go with December 31st. Let's see what the level of optimism is here, okay? And I want you to cheer as the price goes up to where you think it's, it's going to end up. So, end of year, start cheering whenever you think I hit the price. 5,000 Bitcoin. Hear that? Boo. Sounds of silence. Yes. Crickets. Like, I'm getting glares. I can feel it. 8,000, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, 25,000, 30,000, a million dollars. Moon. Oh, just 100 that I skipped? Yes. You think so? By the end of the year. So uh, we... We have a prediction here for 30, another for 100,000, 50,000, 50, 50, 50, 55, 55, 55, It's one of those things. It was, it was interesting around Thanksgiving. You know, the, the whole crypto market cap hit $250 billion on Thanksgiving this past year. And then, what, like six weeks later, at the 1st of January, it was sitting around $830 billion. And now we're sitting at, what, under $400 billion again? And uh, it's an it's a roller coaster of emotion. But <laughs> I'm looking forward to being over a trillion. I want it to get over a trillion by so what July? Tomorrow. 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 I'm good with tomorrow. Joecom says tomorrow. I, I'm I'm not predicting, but I'm sure good with it. <laughs> well, we got a lot of stuff to cover, so let's go ahead and jump into the news. First of all, this story from uh, Cointelegraph, Mr. Travis Wright, the former chairman of the U.S. 
Financial regulator, the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, otherwise known as the CFTC, uh, he predicted that the alleged cryptocurrency bubble will not burst soon. He says the lack of concrete regulatory framework means that institutional investors are still not participating in the cryptocurrency markets, which might be why volume is so low. Right. So what is he saying? Uh, it's not going to burst until we get some damn regulations around here. I think that's kind. That's kind of what he's saying right here. He's saying that uh, we need some regulations because this is getting out of hand. Uh, there are some uh, regular people who are earning lots of money, and we do not like that. They only need accredited investors need to be making money here in America, right? <laughs> I think that's pretty much spot on. Uh, that's the news. We're, we're going to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's the news. So, uh, you know, these guys, uh, there, there is, as we reported in the last show, the uh, subcommittee in, in Congress is supposed to be having a hearing, I think, next week mm-hmm. to explore ICOs and regulation and all that good stuff. And there was also some news that happened last week uh, where there was a ruling that someone said that the, C, that the CFTC does have regulations over some cryptos because they're viewing them as commodities. So the IRS is looking at them as property. The CFTC is looking at them as commodities. And we're all looking at them like that dog. Like, right. I will gladly give you 10 <laughs> sheep for five of your bad cattle. Oh, no. Your bit cattle. We need regulations for that, Joel. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so we need about. to regulate your chickens. Uh, so here's one that's on Coindesk. A New York wealth manager is going to start issuing loans against Bitcoin. Uh, Dominion Capital, they're a family office based in New York City, and they have invested in a variety of assets over the years, but they're known for helping to finance projects by backing loans. And it turns out this family has been quietly involved in crypto for Mm. years. Be very quiet. I'm hunting crypto. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Now, there have been some other companies that have popped up, right? Salt. Have you guys seen Salt, where they're doing some some crypto lending. Don't get all salty with me, Travis. You know, I'll get salty if I want to. And uh, there was somebody else that we had chatted with recently that was doing some interesting stuff along those lines as well. So crypto lending, you know, it's one of those things where you want to hold your crypto. You know, it's kind of sad. Like we, Joel always says, uh, he always talks about how he's got the debit card. I got one of those as well that's attached to your Bitcoin account. Holy shift. Yeah. And then you can say you can you can go buy you can buy a meal or buy gas with your crypto. But you don't ever like to do that because you don't want to spend two hundred dollars or a thousand dollars on that tank of gas. Right. right. You know, I don't want to be the guy who spent ten thousand Bitcoin on a couple of Papa John's pizzas. <laughs> right. Right. That that could be painful. So uh, these guys here. You spread I, it around, though, Mr. Joel Com. That's If that dude did not spread it around and everybody would have hodled, then guess what? There'd be like, you know, 40 nerds with a bunch of Bitcoin and nobody had. Like, oh, my God, but they got 1.2 million of them. Yeah, but they're not worth anything because nobody wants it. Well, <laughs> I like the, the theme of this. The CEO, Mikhail Gurevich. Uh, told the reporter, and this is this is a theme I think in blockchain in general. And we're going to hear a little bit more about this from Charles Bell. Community is a huge part of this movement. One of the tests of whether assets are legitimate is if people are willing to lend against them. And he said they've had a number of companies come to them who have raised an ICO to borrow with crypto as collateral. There's one billion worth of demand out there. So they're going to start by offering loans only against Bitcoin at first and then expand into other currencies. Mm-hmm. And that is a challenge for a lot of companies that do an ICO because all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we just raised 17,000 Ethereum. Now, well, where do I offload it? How do I get rid of it? 
Now, we don't have a segment called Asshat of the Week, do we? We do not. I have a feeling but, one is being created But we should. Right now. Maybe we need some music for that, some really derpy. For the first, like, 90-some episodes, I think it was Jamie Dimon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, well, you found this article on Bloomberg. Why don't you go ahead and take this? Yeah, this, this came out today. And uh, the headline, you know, I, I went through a part of it, and I was just like, this guy. So the headline is called, Bitcoin is Ridiculous, and Blockchain is Dangerous. <laughs> and this guy goes in, and it's one of those articles where he says, he goes, on the days when Bitcoin crashes, a holiday atmosphere takes over in my corners of the internet. People tweet screen grabs of Reddit fights. It's always good fun to watch strangers grieve as their digital nonsense tickets, nickels melt into slag. And it's like... This guy's like, it likes to watch us suffer when our cryptos go down. But, but he doesn't have any at all. So uh, you, can, you can shame him. He's Paul Ford on, um, on Bloomberg. I don't know what his Twitter handle is. It's probably at douche. <laughs> Douche.bag. <laughs> douche underscore bag. Uh, let's, this is fun. Let me read a little bit more of this. Uh, he says... Watching the world of initial coin offerings over the past few years has been like watching popcorn pop. Everything rattled around in the hot air for what seemed like forever. And then pop, MasterCoin, Ethereum, Bancor, Tezos, then other kernels started popping. And now we're eating popcorn for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, my gosh. This guy. This guy. He wins. He does. Step down, Jamie Dimon. Paul Ford's in town. We have a new asshat of the week. You know what? We should do that, and we should make it a meme image, asshat of the week, and people could share it around on the Twitters. Ooh. That would be good. That would shame them. You just heard programming direction take Ooh. place live. We're going to douche shame people. <laughs> why, why do you douche that? Why do you douche such things? I don't we know told you there'd be bad dad jokes. You guys knew what That's you were true. in for when you uh, walked in the door here today. Okay, one more news story. And this again, is cool. No, it's hot. It's actually not cool. It's the opposite of cool. It's it's super hot. You found this. This is a new product produced by, I want to pronounce it, Quarnot, Q-A-R-N-O-T. It's the QC1. I'm actually going to show you guys this. This is the world's first crypto heater. Make heating a source of revenue, not an expense. So heat your space and While mining Bitcoin. Because when you mine Bitcoin, there's so much heat that gets generated from these devices. And so now you can just plug it in, mine yourself some crypto, get nice and toasty, get your marshmallows out and your chestnuts. Does anybody actually roast chestnuts? That's some OG shit. Nobody does that anymore. The heat of your QC1 <laughs> is generated by the two GPUs embedded in the device and mining cryptocurrencies or blockchain transactions while heating, you create money. And you can watch in real time how the markets are trending on your mobile app and on your QC1 LEDs. This is for the person the who future, you guys. has absolutely everything and doesn't know what to do with their, their money. Yeah, this, this can't be the wisest way to mine your crypto. Probably not, but it is an option. It is an option. Or you can move to China and you know, buy up a whole farm in a mm -hmm. deserted city. Because like, isn't that what they're doing? Right? They're building these metropolises there that are basically ghost towns and for the day that they will be populated, but they need to keep the workers busy. So there's cities that are larger than some of our biggest cities that are ghost towns. Well, actually they use that to, so what I've read is they use that to sort of manipulate GDP. 
So because they're building all these cities and it shows all this growth. And so uh, it's a good vanity metric type of thing. Actually, we did we talked about this a couple of days ago, um, I think on a couple episodes ago, of all of the different, how much it costs to mine various Bitcoins in different countries. It cost about $500 to mine a Bitcoin in Venezuela, which was interesting. But it was, the high one was uh, somewhere in Africa. So, no, South Korea. South Korea, $26,000 to mine one Bitcoin. I think it should be more expensive in North Korea. I think I'll, we're going to stick it to Kim Jong then, you know. Might, might as well. Only 40000 for you to mine a Bitcoin <laughs> there, you dictator. What a dictator. Dick, dick, Tater. That's, yeah, that's good. We just had Jack Tater on the show. He's not a he's dick. He's not a dick at all. He's he's super he smart. Was good. Yeah. Okay. That's the news, Travis. Is the audience ready for the crypto pitch? Woo! All right, gang, it's now time for the crypto pitch where we have pre-selected, I believe, eleven victims who will have 30 seconds or less in which to share their brilliant elevator speech around their blockchain initiative. And we have a full range of interesting people here today. We're looking forward to hearing this. So number one, come on down. My name is Sebastian Eno. I work for Renault, a big car manufacturer. So and go. for those who don't know Renault, because we don't sell any car in the States, we're a sister company of Nissan through the Renault-Nissan-Mitsubishi Alliance. And I'm working in a small lab uh, in the Silicon Valley trying to figure out the future of the automotive. And guess why? Guess what? Sorry. The future of automotive has some blockchain in it. And so I'm not here, I'm not here to propose any product, but if you have an innovative startup in the blockchain that deals with supply chain, tokenization of customer experience, or that can revolutionize our internal systems, just drop me an email. That's okay, that's lame. Ever. Can you just can you give us a real buzz? There we go. There we go. Give it up for Sebastian. Nice. Thank you, good sir. And he Very does nice. not mind when I do my French accent just a little bit. Oh, ho, ho. sounds German. Sounds German. Oh, I got. Maybe instead we'll do uh, Russian. It sounds a little douchey, Joe. <laughs> Maybe instead do Russian accent. Da. Okay, we have number two in the house, and you are Adrian Ashley from Lolly. Right, three, two, one, go. How many of you are single by a show of hands? On dating apps, it sucks, right? So what we've done is we created an AI dating app that matches you based on sexual compatibility rather than just geolocation and photo. And then if things go well, you do a video chat, do a little chemistry check, then you can go on your date. And if things go really, really well, we've put sexual consent on the blockchain because apparently yes and no is just too ambiguous. So we've solved the Me Too epidemic by... Creating clear and transparent conversation around things that we all really want to do. Because let's face it, an O a day could lead to world peace. So Very nice. Or yeah. just a peace. <laughs> oh, snap. Mr. Travis Wright will be here all week. Thank you very much. Okay. Number three, uh, brown-nosing the host with the Bad Crypto Podcast sticker. Very appropriately That's placed. That's a very nice lapel pin. Thank you. All right, tell us who you you are and who you're with. Uh, John Hartigan with Intiva Health, and uh, we're the first integrative career management platform for licensed medical professionals, and we're actually making a big announcement today. We are launching our token. We are built on Hashgraph. We are one of the first to be coming live on the market with Hashgraph. We hope you'll visit us at IntivaHealth.com, I-N-T-I-V-A-Health.com, and check us out. Okay, and Boom. go. 
Nope. All right. And <laughs> yeah, so very cool to be here. Big announcement. Check us out. It's worth it. Give me a hand. All right. right and you oh, are you, now. Now, don't start until he says start. He, look, he's timing himself. Oh, he's time himself. That's, this, this is efficiency. efficiency. Some people, some people will actually have their notes. He's like, he's got his own timer. That's very good. Go ahead, say your name and what, who you're with. Hi, I'm Peter Hirschberg with Switch. Biggest problem in the world: wait, climate. Wait, wait, no, wait, no. Good, no. he hasn't good. say go yet. He didn't say go. All right. So well, he just went. He started his own timer. Oh, no, let's stop. stop. Reset. All right, everybody, let's start it over. Okay. Hi, I'm Peter Hirschberg with Switch. <laughs> go ahead and go. Biggest problem in the world, climate change, and people can't agree how to get there. Enter Switch. It's a renewable energy incentive built on blockchain. The key innovation, the more renewable energy you build, the more token you get. By incenting the sharing of information, you can actually award stuff based on how much carbon's displaced. For example, in Puerto Rico or the Global South where you displace diesel, even better to award token there. Proof of production means that Instead of burning energy and creating carbon, with this, you create it and reduce pollution. Buzz yourself. Switch. Oh, very nice. Good, Good stuff. job. Thanks to Peter. Give a hand. Well played, sir. Okay. Excellent. Are we Excellent. at number six? Five. Good. I like five. Five's a good number. That's I was number. born on... Cinco de Mayo, so I'm partial to five. Oh, you're there's a tourist a, as well. Huh? There's this big party in Mexico every year for me. That's so, it's so nice of them. Yeah. Actually, that party is more in the U.S. than in Mexico. But you have a cool name. You just burst so. my bubble, you yeah. know. That's... Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, I'm bubble, Joel. Are the bubbles bursting? I'm Joel. I'm from Siglo. No, I'm Joel. Uh -huh. But I, I'm also Joel. But... And then oh, wait, you're that Joel. I'm, I'm that Joel. Doubles. Oh, hey. Good to see you again. Good to meet you. Yeah. You guys are having a Joelgasm right now. <laughs> Any other Joels in the room? <laughs> Three, two, one, go. What am I supposed to do again? Okay. I'm from Siglo. We are tokenizing probably one of the most transacted, transacted commodities in the world, airtime top-ups, something that over 70% of the world uses. And we're getting brands, governments, other entities to become the sponsors for those tokens for users in emerging markets. So we're a blockchain protocol for yeah, digital inclusion, financial inclusion. And we're more than just a white paper because we just passed a million users in our first two markets yeah. in the last 24 hours. All right. Very nice. Give it up for Joel. Nice. Congratulations. Well done. Nice to see you Not again. Not just a white paper. Number That's six. Great. Come on down. You're the next contestant on Crypto Pitch. Do I get you a know, new if, car? If this doesn't work out, I might just do game show host. That'd be good. Can you be my Vanna White? No. I'll be your Andy Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? <laughs> uh, my name is Rawl. I'm with Transloc. Uh, and, and then Tra Rawl from Transloc. How do you spell right. Transloc? T-R-A-N-S-L-O-C. Right on. There we go. And go. Thank you. Uh, I'm not really here to pitch blockchain, but I am here to talk about the democratization of mobility. Uh, this idea and concept that if backed by blockchain could free up all of the supply that we have in terms of buses and trains and cars and parking spots and put that in the hands of people create a marketplace where people, people could actually bid and operate their own type of taxi. So cutting out the middle amount, reducing the costs, and making transportation for all. Very nice. Boom. We got bought by Ford. You got acquired by Ford? Is that what you said? Want to make sure we got that on there. You know, when you said, I'm not here to do blockchain, I just had this vision of you saying, but I do have some Girl Scout cookies for sale or something like that. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> I do. Th thin mints. Thin mints for the win, right? Come on. 
Although I found out that the Samoans are actually their best-selling cookie. How is that possible? Because they're better. They're not. I love them. All right, let's have a show. Let's, by a round of applause, the battle is Thin Mints versus Samoans. Thin Mints. (laughs) Samoans. Thin Mints, baby. Thin Mints. It's a Herlot scream. Yeah, but it's a good scream. Number six, come on down. Bonjour. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. <laughs> Excellent. What's the name and what's the name Raul, of your company? Raul Ramirez, and uh, I'm coming with uh, Genius Block. Genius Block? Yeah. Brilliant. Cool. No, Very Genius. Nice. All right, three, two, one, go. Cool. So one of the problems that we are trying to solve with uh, AI is the difficulty of creating the, the algorithm and because it's so expensive. And also, on the other hand, uh, the creator of those algorithms, they are having a hard time monetizing their creations. So we came with, uh, we came with this idea of creating a decentralized open source AI solution ecosystem that is going to allow creators, buyers, and sellers to be able to monetize their creation within one platform. Good job. Give them a hand. Thank you. Number seven. Number eight? I don't know what number one. You're up. (laughs) You. Come on down. Hi, everyone. So I don't really have a business. But she is selling Girl Scout cookies. I'm selling Girl Scout now. Um, My name is Rachel Wolfson. I'm based in San Francisco, and I'm a journalist there. And I'm a friend of Travis and a big fan of we? Aren't we friends now? Yes. We are on Facebook, at least. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That means something. I don't know what. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Action. Yeah. So I write for Forbes, The Merkle, and Bitcoin Magazine, and I'm looking for new and exciting stories to write about. Um, I recently wrote about the Berkeley ICO, which was one of my favorite things. To cover, so um, and I believe that this industry is gender neutral. So I'm going to be writing an article about that next week. Um, I think that it's very friendly towards women, and I'm so excited to see so many women here. And I just think it's about innovation and less about gender. So yeah, thanks. Give it up for Rachel. And I, I just think it would be a horrible story idea for Forbes to talk about the rise of a podcast that speaks to regular people. Don't you think that would Make, It'd be a horrible article. She's not bad. even listening. It would be bad. She's like, I'm done with you guys. I'm over it. Come on down. Number nine? nine. Number nine? Number nine? Number nine? Number nine. Stanley Stephen Huntsman. I'm with AI Chain. It's a token that's already available. Right AI Chain? AI Chain. Right on. Three, two, one, and go. Stephen Huntsman here with AIChain.me. A-I-C-H-A-I-N.me. We have a token that was uh, launched in China area called AIT, and basically we are the hub and the portal for all things artificial intelligence. We will be the Amazon, the Alibaba, the Facebook for the community for anything and everything artificial intelligence where we you can be tokenized. And it's just the best thing ever, and you've got to get in. Boom, Very give nice. a hand. Very nice. Not only Notice for the it project. Was not the Uber of, he said. Yeah, I know. Uh, that was a, not Uber. We're everything except Uber. And may I just say, sir, you have the hair of a young Barry Gibb, which is fantastic. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> it's the Barry Gibb talk show. Talking about chest hair. <laughs> Talking about crazy cool medallions. <laughs> All right, I'm Blaine Ratton with Clear Foundation. All right, on, right, on. And then go. Clear Foundation has created the world's most secure blockchain platform. We're partnered up with HPE, and we're delivering a platform that's a graphical user environment that can be easily deployed. It's available in June. How many cryptocurrencies or how many ICOs actually deliver a product? 
in the middle of their public sale. That's us. And it works just like your phone. It's got a marketplace. Everybody that's a developer in here, I'd like you to be in my marketplace because it's hard to deliver hardware platforms. And that's what we do. Give him a hand. Very nice. Well done. Excellent. All right. Come on down. Whatever I don't know what number are. we're on. We're on number U. I like that number. All right. Name in your URL. Uh, Jack Sabo with Draper University. Draper University. Very cool. And there, is there a jingle for that? Draper University. Hey, I think we might need time. to use that now. Yeah. You're cutting into his time. If you're going to license that, reset, I'm going to need royalties. <laughs> I can do it in other voices, too. Do it. I want to hear it again. Draper University. <laughs> All right, then go. Uh, we are, uh, I'm Jack Sabo at Draper University. We are running a blockchain-intensive program for executives and decision-makers to help them understand the fundamentals of blockchain as well as create a blockchain strategy. This will be in San Mateo, uh, California, the April 9th through the 12th. Check us out at draperuniversity.com. That sounded like a great commercial, didn't it? Well done. Give give him a hand. Draper University. Dot org. Where to buy your drapes. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hey, hey, I'm John. Beautiful blonde. Grabbed me on the street and said, hey, I know what you're doing. Take my bracelet. Come in and swap with me. So. That, that sounds is an awesome story. That bracelet swap could be transformative for you. Oh, so talk into the mic and Here drop it like it's hot. Yep. So um, coming out of Target, we've been working uh, 12 months to build a meta protocol that sits on top of Ethereum um, to move retail onto the blockchain. So we've acquired three VC-funded companies to establish this, this platform. And uh, we're coming out of stealth here at South By and got a big team of 20, got former SEC regulators on the team. We got retail monsters and um, we're kicking ass. We've got a bunch of brands signing up. We're looking to tokenize shopping brands and consumers, and we're going to move really hard against Amazon. What's Boom. Name? Shop, shop, shoppers.shop, shop, shoppers.shop. Shoppers. Shoppers. Yep. Shop. Because that's what they do. Yeah, that's and, it. And Perfect. I think that shoppers.shop needs some marketing advisors, undoubtedly, you know, because yeah. there might their be, a, name, there might be a couple here. I don't know, but, so you were homeless, and now you're in here. Oh, no, you're I just am. on the street. I am. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So is that our final one? we have another one? Uh, we have one, one more. more. Come on. Yes. Hey, guys. Hi. And you are? Uh, Brittany Kaiser, uh, one of the co-founders of Bono Capital and the Digital Asset Trade Association. All Data. right. Very cool. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Great. So um, Bono Capital is an A to Z blockchain development firm where we can help all the way from inception through to the actual production of the technology and growth of the ecosystem. Um, the Digital Asset Trade Association, we've been working to support the Wyoming Blockchain Coalition in passing uh, blockchain-positive legislation. We just had the governor sign two days ago HB19, so the first blockchain-positive piece of legislation nice. in this country. And we have HB70 that's on his table for signature right now, along with uh, three other pieces. Good Very job. Cool. Give her a hand. We're all moving to Wyoming. And while we're at it, how about a hand for all of our crypto pitchers? <laughs> and next up here at the Blockhouse, we have an interview with the chief of product at Syncracy. He leads a staff of over 500 creative and talented technology rock stars. They're passionate about code, infrastructure, cutting-edge solutions, and their work has benefited such companies as, uh, you might have heard of them, Universal Studios, Deutsche Bank, 
T-Mobile, and this little thing that we're all depending upon, not, called the Social Security Administration. And uh, they are focused on delivering the best disruptive ICO and blockchain consortium architecture design in the world. He's also wearing a very cool Outback hat. Please give a bad crypto welcome to Mr. Charles Bell. Very nice. So if you guys do not know Charles Bell, Charles has been doing some really cool blockchain stuff for, for quite a while. And uh, Chris and I have, have, have worked with him on some projects. Actually, he's part of the World Tokenomic Forum as well, right? Very cool. We are indeed. Excellent. And so if you would maybe talk a little bit about some of the stuff that you're working on. You're doing some really cool stuff with consortiums and, and big organizations are all working together. How's, how's that happening? Well, we're at this point, we're beyond blockchain. I mean, four years ago, we started building blockchains, and then three years ago, it was smart contracts to create native blockchain applications, blockchains that, in essence, govern themselves, which then led to building platforms of multiple blockchains so that you could scale to where we are this year, which is we've learned that if you want the benefit of blockchain, what you need to do is go to a consortium platform where you've got the blockchain between the enterprises so that they're transacting together on a singular platform, that's where you get the cost savings. So my blockchain needs a blockchain. Uh, no, your blockchain needs multiple participants. Yeah. So, so that's one of the things that was always interesting to me in the conversations that we've had. It's like now moving you know, several layers, layers beyond the blockchain into, as you just mentioned, a platform, but then... Some people have some private data that they don't want to share. Some people have some public data, and you want some of this to connect. And other people have their own little private. So, would you would you talk just real briefly about side chains and multi chains? Because that to me is just completely fascinating. Sure, a, a multiple chain platform is a combination of privately held blockchains, group shared blockchains, and globally available blockchains. Because when you design a, a platform environment, there's some information that you're always going to want to keep privately like company documents, they stay behind your firewall on a blockchain. Then there are things that you might have a blockchain that's shared within a small group. And then there are things that you'd want the entire consortium to be able to use, and that'd be a globally available blockchain. So by doing these three different exposures of the blockchain, three different types, private, group shared, and globally available blockchains, that's how you create a consortium where people retain appropriate control and distribution of their data. Your approach to blockchain is very collaborative in its nature. I mean, you, I've heard you say that this is not a us versus them type of mentality. Share a little bit about your philosophy of that. Well, most blockchain deployments are going to fall flat on their face. Ouch. Say, what? Say that again? He's going to drop the mic. <clears throat> most blockchain deployments are going to fall flat on their face because they're not redesigning the business to take advantage of the blockchain. You got to elaborate. Sure. And if you want to do it in rap, I'm good with that. If you mm -hmm. would give you a little track. Look, some poetry. The power of blockchain is that it gives entities the ability to collaborate on a shared platform. So if you deploy blockchain and you're not using it to collaborate on a shared platform, don't expect much improvement. That, boom, there it goes, right? That's, <laughs> it's that simple. Who, who do you think is, um, I don't want you to, you know, uh, shade anybody here, but if there's somebody out there that you don't mind revealing, who do you think is maybe not doing it collaboratively and is in trouble? Almost everyone. <laughs> 
All right, then. The this has been a great is, episode. The reality is <laughs> most executives are not going to survive the transition to blockchain because they don't know how to work in a collaborative environment on a shared platform where you have some things that you collaborate with all your competitors on and some things that you differentiate yourself on. They do not understand. They don't have the culture to create a consortium environment, which is the foundation of pulling the benefit out of blockchain. There are consortiums out there running on blockchain platforms. This is not a new idea. It's in production now. Look at Bankchain. Okay, Bankchain is right now 32 banks operating on a multiple chain platform. The consortium is provided by one company, Prime Chain in India. Everybody in the consortium has access to the consortium code base. It lets you create global group shared and private blockchains. These blockchains support a variety of applications from secure documents to know your customer, know your employee, as well as the ability to do things you'd normally associate with banks like domestic and international transfers. However, once they're in that consortium, where now you have a standardized format that data is stored in, it creates entirely new opportunities to do business that you simply can't do today. You know, the banks inside the consortium are doing things like monetizing the know-your-customer data that they've already generated, and they're creating a revenue stream for themselves, and they're saving the other banks in the consortium time and money. It's fascinating stuff. Now, you also, not only are you working on, you know, with consortiums and building out these multi-chains, you've also have gone through and have been building various different country, sovereign country exchanges, correct? Yes. Uh, actually, today uh, we are going to run and turn live the Trinax exchange, which is an India-based cryptocurrency trading exchange. Very cool. And I heard you talking about that in a group a little bit, that you're working tightly with the government to make sure that everything is airtight. We designed our exchange to be desirable to governments. Most exchanges go into a company and announce we're here and we're going to be a regulatory problem. That's not our message. We go into a country and we say we're here and we'd like to offer you a solution. We have an exchange where we offer trading pairs that make it easy to calculate things like capital gains. We offer the ability to do tax declarations. We offer the ability to do tax withholding when you transfer out of the exchange. We offer the government access to regulator nodes. Mm. Most exchanges don't do these things. And for example, when you say trading pairs, I heard you mention um, in that discussion that you can't trade from crypto to crypto. It's always crypto to fiat. Correct. We, we offer trade pairs that go from crypto to fiat or fiat to crypto. However, we don't offer trade pairs that go from crypto to crypto because it makes it nearly impossible to calculate capital gains. Now, just as, and this is, by the way, this is not a new idea. Stock exchanges have done this for years. You can trade dollars for a stock like Microsoft or dollars for a stock like Cisco, but you can't trade Microsoft for Cisco. Did you ever think about why? The answer is they'd never be able to calculate your capital gains because there is no truly known value or price for something until the moment it's sold. It's amazing. amazing. It's great stuff. And so, you know, whenever you're going into these different countries and you're helping them build those out, so it's like each trade is is, is the tax built into the trade? Because that seems to me like if we're going to no. do something, that, that would be an easy way to kind of solve some well, of that well, stuff. That, what we do is it's, it's just like what you're doing with stocks now. 
you know, you're, you'll, you'll buy and sell in and out of crypto and fiat. And at the end of the year, you'll get a consolidated statement, which calculates your, your loss or gain in your portfolio for the year. Mm. Something like that going to come out in America as well in the roadmap potentially. Well, right now, uh, we're looking for a U.S. state to domicile in. Uh, we're looking uh, very carefully at what's going on in Wyoming mm. and Arizona. Nevada. Well, we'd be open to looking at Nevada, too. I appreciate the introduction. Wherever they're friendly. Charles Bell, the website is syncrasistech.io. Give it up for Charles. One of the smartest dudes in the blockchain world. Thank you, Mr. Bell, for jumping on. And for our last guest here at Blockhouse today, it is none other than the founder of the World Tokenomic Forum and this very Blockhouse that we are in. Give it up for Mr. Chris Snook. Dude. Dude. Good job. Like, I walked in here. I I landed uh, here in Austin today, and so did Mr. Travis Wright. I got here first because I wanted to case things out and make sure that his security detail was in line. Got to make sure that happens. And and I walked in, and I thought, man, the vibe in here. This is is happening. Well, uh, I'll take credit for one thing, which is I surround myself with people that are way better at this stuff than I am. And so I'll give Chelsea Collier a lot of credit. Because it is DigiCity Day after all, and uh, way to go, Chelsea! Chelsea, Woo, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea brought the heat. I mean, when you when you open up the day with the Eisenhower Fellowship, and then the first person on camera is uh, the commissioner of the FCC, you know, all you got to do is not <laughs> up, right? right. <laughs> At that point, you just go, okay, get out of the way. Yeah, so, um, thank you all for being here. Number one. And, you all uh, passed the test from the, uh, the and invitation I, And I'll tell test, you, sure. you know, the, the beautiful thing is we've brain beat these people with a lot of info. And when I scheduled this and we were working on the run of show, I was like, well, Travis doesn't get into one, but um, 3.30 would be probably a good pot to put. You guys came in at the right time because you woke everybody up with your genius and your comedy and all your stuff. So We are the badness. crypto medians. You yeah. are, man. You guys yeah. are. It's been a hell of a day. I mean, the the, the format and the comp. Uh, I think the, the format's been great. You guys, you guys enjoying the format? So, so we're gonna have all this on video. We're gonna have a ton of content for those who didn't get to see it, and it'll all be free and available. So, you know, take care. Uh, look at that when it comes out Monday. Right on. So, uh, we had you on on Bad Crypto. Uh, what episode was that? 74. 74, yeah. And we talked about the World Tokenomic Forum. And uh, I'm actually the vice chairman of the World Tokenomic Forum. So you are. Very cool. And Chris and I, I wrote the, Digital Sense. And he is the... Uh, I'm the janitor. He's the janitor yeah, of the I world. The he's the best-looking janitor we have ever had. Joel the janitor. That's good. I like that. You should put that on your LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to talk a little bit about that, because you know, our audience is, is listening. And uh, well, we're, what, what do they need to do? How can our, our audience participate? What, like, who comes to this? Well, I think, I think they're participating right now, right? So the World Tokenomic Forum is, is a new table. We've, we had a conversation back in October, and um, Travis and I did, and, and we talked about, you know, no one invites you to have a seat at the table, right? Like, you don't get invited. Sergey and Larry didn't get knocked on the door by the powers that be and say, hey, we're looking for a couple of Russian dudes to kind of run the world, so why don't you guys come join? Like, that doesn't happen. So what happens is, in real world, every couple decades, a window opens up, and there's a window of opportunity, and someone rapidly innovates something or rapidly recognizes it, and they deploy at scale, which is what Charles was talking about earlier. And, and then all of a sudden, you have to have them at the table, right? And so the interesting thing for us about blockchain, and Travis and I were noodling on this back in uh, October, was that this is like this super democratized, like crazy window 
where all of a sudden it is a level playing field. Now, it's a level playing field for, for countries. It's a level playing field for states. It's a level playing field for entrepreneurs. And, and so what we see is we see pattern recognition at World Tokenomic Forum. What we have to do, guys, is we have to realize what we have. We don't have just an opportunity to go raise capital or just an opportunity to try and innovate new technology. We have an opportunity to change the way that 9 billion people, which is where we're heading in the next couple of years on this planet, experience life and the way that us as commercial enterprises experience our business. And if we don't do that, I'm, I'm frankly afraid. So all we're trying to do here is create the, the place and space where an agnostic discourse that is productive and is designed to have debate can be made available to all ends of the value chain. So whether that's government regulators, whether that's entrepreneurs, whether that's capital market providers, whether that's marketers, and whether that's investors and customers, we have to have a place where there's the voice that can be heard and we can say, what does humanity need moving forward and how can we take this chance to actually level up? And so that's what we're trying to achieve. And, and you guys are all making that possible. So thanks for being here. The, the answer is bacon, right? It's always like, how do we blockchain bacon? You know, if we could just do I'll that. I'll tell you what, Chef Alice from the Food Network, who anyone who's been here all day is eating her food. It's, oh, it's yeah. badass. So she's blockchain bacon, I'm pretty sure. I had, I, well, I didn't have it because I'm mm. vegan now and whatever. You're vegan now. Yeah, another story another day. But the bottom line is that bacon was almost, uh, oh, I almost fell off the wagon. I would love some blockchain <laughs> bacon. So this, uh, this here is the World Tokenomic Forum Austin edition. Next up, the Cayman Islands. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about the separation, right? So, um, so World Tokenomic Forum is, a, is a, social think, a social enterprise think tank. We have an associated fund called the... Um, the Sandcastle Social Enterprise Fund. We, we made an announcement that the way we're going to do uh, carry, general, general carry interest, is we're going to donate 20 to 40%. So the more the fund makes, the more we give back. Um, we, we figured that that way we can bet on the best technologies. We don't have to worry about if their business model has social impact, right? So if they come out of whatever ecosystem they do, then the more money that that fund makes, the more carry will go back into that ecosystem to create the next generation entrepreneurs. So, so that's the fund side. World Tokenomic Forum is a membership uh, consortium of of people like we mentioned before. It's an invitation-only membership consortium, similar to Davos in that way, but designed to be scaled much smaller. So over the next eight years, we envision no more than 1,000 members. We're going to be um, very radical in how we try and make that inclusive, yet exclusive at the same time, to make sure we get new people at the table. But the way that we can come out and, and serve communities and also stay uh, relevant is through events like this. So the Blockhouse ATX was actually an experiment. Loeb NYC, Bond Adventures, if they're here, please raise their hands. DigiCity, um, you know, it wouldn't be possible without these guys. We're, we happen to be the first of three amazing days here. So um, any of you who are holding wristbands, make sure you come back and check out. I know we got Gary V and Bonin and Loeb doing something at 11 a.m. tomorrow. It's going to be insane. So stand in the alley because you'll be next to the bread bot watching that. But, um, you know, the, the, that's, these are the ways that we can do private or public events. And then every, uh, every year we do an annual summit in Cayman, which you guys will be um, obviously at this May, and we'll be featuring 64 companies we've recruited around the world that we think are the best in different categories, and they'll compete for a million dollars worth of exchange listing prizes and support and things like that. So that'll happen at our annual summit, which is not sponsorable, not a public event. It's, it's our meeting of members. So. You can go to Cayman Island some other time, though. Beautiful place. <laughs> really and if, nice you, and if you go down there, there, make sure you check out Cayman Enterprise City. They're nice Very folks true. down there. Oh, it's amazing. And you have told me that there they call it Grand Cayman. No, this is so. So actually, I've got schooled on this because we had an event down there and I was saying Cayman because I'm from Trent, New Jersey originally. And that's how we say it up there. And then someone told me, no, it's Cayman. And so I started 
saying came on and Travis. I got tra- I trained Travis to say came on. No, I and then I found out. Annoy him. Then I found out that's not right either. And it's actually came man like your uncle Stan. And so I don't know. It's gay man <laughs> like your uncle Stan. K man. Oh, gay man. Well, hope to see some of you in the Grand Cayman Islands on Grand Cayman. In it's a beautiful place. So you, you should say, say it as respectfully anymore? as you can. We don't say came on anymore. No, we uh, we say came man. Came man. Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to say that either. It's almost Jamaican, man. Came on. I mean, it's close Dude, enough. I don't know. I don't know if Pura Vida, I lived in Costa Rica for two months, incidentally, and I don't know if Pura Vida is like an American thing or if it's actually something they want, but none of us sells a lot of t-shirts. You've done a great job. Give it up for Chris Snook. Well, Mr. Travis Wright, this has been fun. This has been fun. This is, uh, what, our third, fourth uh, Bad Crypto Live? I don't know. Thanks for joining us today. And if you haven't subscribed yet, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. All the places. Except YouTube. Except YouTube because they banned us. They hate us for no Because they like censorship. Yeah. Because they're centralized. (laughs) But we're glad to be here with you. And, of course, until next time, we are all going to... The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.